Welcome to the suburbs with Andy and Greg. Did you ever get spanked? Yes. Did you? Oh, Andy yeah. Simons got spanked. Hanging in the kitchen was the Board of Education. Oh. And, and was that a big spoon or no, what? No, it was a paddle. Oh, it was. It was a paddle. Oh. And the uh, the infamous words, wait till your father gets home. Oh. And Did she stir a, soup with the paddle? No. No, no. You, why was it in the kitchen? It was just hanging. <laughs> As a threat. The intimidator. As a threat. Oh, my gosh. It was the, Were you guys just that unruly? No. I, I, I don't... I can't remember how many times we were paddled, but oh. it just was there as a as a deterrent. I Some think. people have the giant spoon and fork. This is you guys a, had a paddle. This is just a, like, a, like a fraternity paddle. Yes. It, it was. Right. It really was. Yeah, my mom had a sorority paddle yeah. she used. And I, I don't think it was my dad's fraternity paddle, but it was the Board of Education. Unbelievable. And... I'm sure it got used. I think the 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 threat of wait till your father gets home. <laughs> the corporal punishment was apparently in, in, on on his <laughs> radar. Yeah, um, and just the idea of waiting and waiting uh, and waiting. And pre pre cell phone too. So it's not like she can call and say, "I got him." <laughs> I think I got paddled in grade school once. Really? Yeah. I want I think I got paddled one time. I couldn't tell you what for. Really, but it was like just one shot. Oh, for sure it was grade school, and I don't. I just remember being down in the office and hold your ankles, <laughs> whack. Oh, okay, back to class. My friend Mark White got paddled every week. I mean, every week he's like either into the coat closet. They broke the paddle on him one time. Fourth grade, you could hear whack. I mean, you could hear the whole thing going on because it was one of those coat closets that wasn't really a closet. It was one of those things on rollers. Oh, right. And so it was just back there where the, everybody's hook and coat was and storage. And all of a sudden, you could hear the board hit the floor. <laughs> and she had borrowed some other teacher's board and broke it on him and then had to carry the two pieces back to that other classroom. Can you imagine the horror that the other people felt? Like those other kids, and they're like, wow, I'm glad I don't have her. Taking it to Woodshop to be repaired. <laughs> right. Yeah, we fix this thing. <laughs> Anybody got a screw? Yeah. <laughs> so Mark got paddled every week. He was the kid that was so smart he didn't have to study for anything and he'd get A's. And so his challenge was, how can I get paddled? <laughs> and so, and I kind of would like give him fun ideas on what he could do because we were best friends. So when we were in the seventh grade, we had a class that was split and you did lunch and then you came back and picked up the second half of the class. Huh. And we made it back to class before the teacher did. And it was, it had been snowing all day. So he opened up the window and decided now was a good time for a snowball fight. Uh-oh. And so just starts lobbing snowballs at everybody in class. In the building. In, in, in the class. classroom. Yes, nice. in class. And teacher isn't there yet. And people are running everywhere. And I don't remember where. I, I know I wasn't running from. I might have been running to make a snowball. I wasn't running from them. But what I ran into was a girl pointing at me. 
and her finger rammed right up my nose. Ouch. Like, right up my nose, to my brain, and blood is going everywhere. Lobotomy. Probably why I am who I am today. It, and you can trace it, it just, straight back. All the way back, you know, that's gray matter. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Nothing else. And so it's like it's a full-blown gusher. And of all the days for my mom to come into school to pay a late fee, that was the day. And I'm sitting there with blood all over my shirt. Bleeding out in the face. classroom. I'm bleeding out, and my mom's there to pay late fee. <laughs> what grade was this? Seventh. Seventh grade. No, no paddling, no nothing. Wasn't in a fight. Girl's fingernail rammed up my nose. Tell it to the judge. Likely story. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pulled the other leg. <laughs> other than the bloody nose incident, I think I was pretty good until I became a fan of the Indy 500 and decided that going to the track was more important than going to school and uh, would go every May. Uh, my junior and senior year, I would skip school and go to the track. Somebody was telling me the story, and it might have been you that was skipping school at the track and ran into their teachers. No, yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> okay. they were, you know, they were, you know, called in sick or something, and they're at the track, and their, te- their teachers also at the track, also playing hooky. Thought you were sick, sick of being in class. I want to go watch Rick Mears, but I was out there all day, and um. And so then I came home, and my mom wanted to know why I was so sunburned. And I said, gym class. <laughs> and she bought it? I don't know whether she bought it or not, but I, I had a good voice for like, oh, this is Leroy Phelps. Uh, Greg is sick today and won't be coming into school. This is a Ferris Bueller's it was, day off. It was at the track. So were you out there when Steven Tyler sang the national anthem? I was not. You weren't, but Stephen Tyler. That was in. I'm okay. I'm going to go out on a limb here and be wrong, but I'm going to say that that was was that like 2002, 2003, 2004, running there. It was yeah. It was more in that era than in the 80s or 90s. That's made for national sure. news. Yeah, they didn't like how he sang. No, they thought he just defiled butchered it. it. Butchered uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't remember it. I was into it. I th- I thought it was good. I mean, I like the way he sings, though. Yeah. But you've worked with him. I have worked with him. I have. And how was he to work with? He was um, full of energy. So what What year, What year? era was this? This would have been mid-'80s. Oh, okay. Sort of the, the in the comeback era. Okay. Which would have been the um, dude looks like a lady era. Yeah. The revival era. Yeah. And so they were in town. What they did was they'd come to a region, and they'd set up camp at a hotel for maybe a week. Or ten days, then they would bus to all the regional shows. Oh, okay. So they'd come to Indianapolis. They'd live in a hotel for ten days, and then they'd go to Louisville. They would go to Cincinnati. They would go to uh, Terre Haute. They would go to Fort Wayne. They played in Terre Haute. And uh, yeah, who is that agent? I don't. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) Terre Haute, (laughs) Aerosmith. (laughs) And so they would. That was so they didn't have to live in airplanes and buses. They would just try to be a little more you know, a little more grounded. Dad-like. Regionally. Just something that just to, not to just be like just... The, I, the, I mean, the, I can't the, imagine... The, the grind of the tour on the road, just on buses, you know. So there was so, more normalcy. Yeah, just, to, you know, so you'd kind of set up shop. You'd have a, the same bed you'd sleep in for 
10 days. Yeah. So that was kind of something that they were doing. So they, they happened to be here Thanksgiving, uh, probably 85-ish, and they had recorded a Westwood Run Radio Network special uh-huh. on a, and they needed, it needed to get mixed. Okay. So they flew in their engineer from California and the tapes, and the band was involved in the mixing process. They were hanging out. I mean, and Stephen Towers at the studio every day. Joe Perry was stopped in. Some people more interested than others, but because they were just in town. Yeah. And um, but so their their whole thing was, you know, we're we're, we're all clean and sober. Mm-hmm. And but he enjoyed uh, uh, snuff. That was his. It was it was his uh, snuff. That was his uh, his his. Uh, uh, the horse vice. was parked out back, and the, you know the, the vi- he's got the six shooter so strapped to the so side. He's, so he's doing stuff the what? Like, pure nicotine, you know. So, <laughs> but you know, but it wasn't it was it wasn't an illegal not an illegal drug, and he wasn't drinking cappuccino. Yeah, cappuccino and snuff. Yeah. Like so, it, that was uh, its thing. So anyway, which I thought was unusual, but you know, you think got to have something. I guess got to put something in your body that, that perhaps that, that so I uh, guess is uh, more than a finger exactly yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they had this live show to mix, and typically when Steven sings "Dream On Live," it's laced with profanity. Oh, really? Just as he's ad libbing, and so he's um, so they're getting ready to mix "Dream On," and it's early. I mean, it's maybe nine or ten o'clock in the morning, and uh, they say, "Okay, well, we can't keep this vocal." We got to recut the vocal, and there's okay. So they sent him out in the studio, set up a mic, same mic that he uses, um, uh, and um, Cape rolled. His own mic. No, we just had the same mic that they use on stage. Oh, so okay, it, it would it would so it would be, sound like the rest of the vocals that were recorded. And okay. goes out there, sl- slaps on a pair of headphones, and just one take peels off. Dream on, no problem. I don't even know. My voice wants to when I'm singing that in the car. I can't get to that part. That I mean, there's so much of that that I you know. can't get to. Yeah, he just. I mean, he just. He, he's done it so many times, and, I, and it's, I, he comes in. He goes, "Okay, that'll do. Good enough." And wow! It, and it just kills. I mean, so it was like it was like kind of surrealistic to be looking through the glass, seeing this happening. Yes, you know, this is before the days with cell phones. So, right. So there's no pictures. Just, right. Just mental. Right. Yeah, let me go get my Instamatic and all. <laughs> my Polaroid. Right. My, my magic cube. Right. <laughs> click, click. What's that flashing? Yeah. Just, <laughs> just strobe light. That was kind of that was kind of the highlight of that, of that session was watching him cut that song. And So I've got a Steven Tyler story as to well. tell. All right. So a f- my fishing friend and I um, – he he had a Mach one, three fifty one, with a Holly four barrel, all chromed out. I don't know how. I mean, I knew what I did for summer jobs. I don't know how he could afford it, but it was like a a restored nineteen seventy one Mach one. Those are badass. Red, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a muscle car guy, but. I knew muscle car guys in the neighborhood, and they're like, oh, chirps them. Okay, I don't even know what that means. And so, you know, the Holly four barrel, you know, I, I know what a carburetor is. I kind of know what it does, but, you know, I'm not, when people go, it's a Holly four barrel, it means nothing to me. You're such a neophyte. <laughs> he had a cassette player, and the only cassette he had in there was Get Your Wings, Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. And um, and so there was a guy that had an El Camino, and 
he and so th- there's all this chatter at school oh the dude you know <laughs> like i'm trying to think of a movie that it would be similar to where one camp says oh this mach one is the fastest car in school and the other camp is like that el camino is the fastest car in school and so they secretly wanted to race each other american graffiti is that it well could be i don't know they had race cars they're racing cars oh yeah Uh, street cars that they raced oh yeah and we're coming home from school and one of the songs from get your wings is playing because that's the only tape he's got and so it just was on replay all the time and uh and so we're on this road that's a two-lane road that that's near the river so did they do that in american graffiti race near the river i don't think they're in the river not in the river well we weren't in the river (laughs) or near the river even okay so uh yeah we had waiters on (laughs) waiters on driving the mach one we're gonna go cast nets (laughs) (laughs) no so anyway we're uh we're driving home from school, and all of a sudden, here's the El Camino next to us. You know, if this was really American Graffiti, there'd be some hot girl standing in the middle of the street. With a bandana. Yeah, dropping the bandana. Right. But, you know, unfortunately, that didn't happen. But they both gave each other the nod, and the race was on. And, and so, so you're a passenger? I was a passenger okay. in the Mach 1. And nobody was a passenger just this guy named pat in the el camino and we are both racing at speeds on river road and as we go around the bend coming head on at us is a police car and oops yeah should have thought this through (laughs) and so and and that's that street had no real reason to have a stoplight or a stop sign on it so it was a good drag strip i i mean i'd never raced i i'm not i like to go to the track and watch that kind of thing but you could be killed doing that so sure. i'd rather watch other not people. as a passenger yeah not even as a passenger i would just like to be a spectator you know i'm not i i don't want to be in a situation where you could be flipped and tumbling and dead you know your head's left back there they're piecing you together chalk outline you know what i mean <laughs> exactly yeah i i'd rather just watch better that. get a body bag oh yeah right <laughs> so somebody's got a blink because there's a police car coming at us and we happen to be in the lane where we're not head on and pat is in the lane where he's gonna head-on crash into the police officer so we go flying past the scene <laughs> as pat stops to get pulled over and uh and the the police officer decides he needs to follow us instead well almost ahead of time uh, uh, about not even a half a block is a is a street with a stoplight and we've got to do something so he hangs a right and continues to decide to run and we go over this bridge over the river and then the next stoplight hang a right go back into another neighborhood you know we're still rocking out to aerosmith as this is all happening as this is all happening as you're being chased we're being chased by the police and so he goes through some neighborhoods um left a right a left a right we come out on another busy street hang a right go down a few blocks hang a left at a stoplight lose the guy and we make our way back to my house i pack clothes this is on a friday i pack clothes 
and throw them in the car. He goes to his house. He packs clothes, throw them in the car. We drive two and a half hours to the lake where my mom is now living and hide out for a weekend. <laughs> He'll never find us here. <laughs> hey, copper. <laughs> trying to catch us now, copper. We had nothing in the car, no reason to be arrested, other than the fact that we ran from the police. We have no real reason to, uh, I mean, there could have been at other times plenty of reasons to arrest us. But that time. They frown upon that. Running from the police? Yes. Oh, I thought you meant the stuff that we would have had in the car. That too. Yeah. Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, uh, so we did. We hung out at the lake and it was cold and wintry and. You know, it wasn't a great time to be at the lake, but it ended up being a great time. You to go be out in the lake. car and sit there and listen to Aerosmith. Actually, you know what we did? We went to the store to buy a new Aerosmith. We're like, okay, I mean, I love this album, but can we get a new one at least? And he didn't, he was one of those guys that he's like, I, I got to know it if I'm going to buy it. Okay, but all you know is this one. <laughs> this is like playing over and over, and he wouldn't turn on the radio. And so we go into, I mean, it is small town USA, and they they have a, I don't even know what the department store would have been. A Woolworths. It couldn't have been that. I mean, it might have been a Kmart. And so we look, and I think Get Your Rocks, maybe. Rocks. Rocks. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to Get Your Wings. Yeah. They were all Get Your Something, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> get Your Name Here. Get get your ticket. Get your ticket. That's right. what it should have been. Oh yeah. So uh, you, so you, he goes a cassette probably right. Yeah, it was a cassette. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so. not an eight track. Ooh, check it out. New cassette. Yeah, new cassette. We played it, and he goes, "I don't like this one as well as the other one." Oh. And we went back to the Kmart, and he returned it. <laughs> I don't like what this. <laughs> reason for returning this. It's not like Get Your Wings. <laughs> it's not Get Your Wings. <laughs> it's not a sequel. <laughs> Hi, this is Andy. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please be sure to like and subscribe. Remember, laughter is contagious. Help us spread it by telling a friend.